Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along today with Jeff Bell. Californians will have two sports gambling measures to figure out and vote on this November now that one that would open the door to online betting has qualified for the ballot. Yep, the initiative sponsored by the online betting giants FanDuel and DraftKings has officially made it onto the November ballot, certified today by the Secretary of State. We've already been seeing endless ads from California tribes against that measure, so many so that uh, you know some voters thought we were voting on that earlier this month. But no, that was the start of the fall campaign already. Uh, the tribes have their own rival measure on the ballot that would allow sports betting to begin in California, but only on tribal lands, meaning at their casinos, and at the four racetracks in the state, which would include Golden Gate Fields here in the Bay Area. Uh, the new one would legalize sports betting on tribal lands, but it would also allow it online so these companies could tap into the biggest potential market in the country country, California. FanDuel and DraftKings would have to cut a deal with the tribes and give them a piece of their action, and the gaming company's measure would direct most of the profits to homelessness, while the tribes' initiative would go to mental health research, problem gambling, and the state's general fund. Bottom line, Jeff, two competing measures and likely a record-shattering campaign for and against them this November. I need a whiteboard and a flowchart to follow everything you just told us there. <laughs> yeah, and that's confusing. probably true for a lot of voters, which you know is never good if you're trying to pass a measure, because when people are confused, they tend to vote no. So how likely is it that one or both of these measures will pass? Well, there's going to be, as I said, we anticipate record spending. I mean, a hundred million bucks on each side, probably well more than that. A uh, couple hundred, you know, maybe a quarter of a billion dollars spent on this. Uh, the tribes will be promoting theirs and imposing the other and vice versa. Um, you know, as you say, it's two very confusing measures for people to figure out. And we have seen in the past when people aren't sure what something is, they vote no. I mean, that happens a lot in California. So they could both go down to defeat, which I think would be just fine with the tribes. Um, but it's certainly possible. I mean, the gambling thing, I mean, the genie's out of the bottle, right? I mean, the sports leagues opposed it for so long, but now they promote it within their games. There are all these apps. People have gotten used to it. And uh, a lot of people want to do it here in California. So it's possible they'll pass. So what happens if both pass? Well, if two initiatives doing sort of the same thing or competing pass, the one with the most votes um, takes priority. So in this case, it would probably go to court because they sort of overlap. They don't uh, really cancel each other out. So it would depend. But the one that gets the most votes obviously would become law. The question is with the second one also, and that would probably take some adjudication by the courts. Uh, it, it'll depend which one of those that is, I think, too. But because um, they do some of the same things, they do some things differently. I think if the tribal initiative were to were to win and have the most votes, they would probably go to court to block the other one. I don't know if the uh, FanDuel's DraftKings one came out on top, if they would you know, go ahead and let them both take effect. But we will see that could happen. So you mentioned that these initiatives direct their proceeds in different two different causes. Uh, how big of a part of the campaigns will that be? And do you think voters will be influenced by that? 
I do to some extent in that the the fan kings, uh, I mean fan duel draft kings. Hard to keep this all straight, right? Um, Give me my their, whiteboard. Their measure is devoting a lot of money to to addressing homelessness and housing, and you can bet that will be a huge part of their campaign. They're they're going to focus on that to the point where probably people won't even realize they're voting for gambling. They'll think they're just voting to aid homelessness. So that I think they're going to hit that very very hard. And the tribal measures are probably going to hammer on um, you know tribal sovereignty and. How they're trying to hurt the tribes coming into the state and take something away from them. Uh, I think that'll be a very big part of the campaign. I think the homelessness argument will probably sway some voters. So November is shaping up to be a massive election for state ballot measures. Is that going to drive people to the polls? Yeah, you know, you look at this November, it's a midterm election, turnout tends to be lower. We've got really sleepy races for governor and senator. I mean, Gavin Newsom and Alex Padilla have no real threat to their re-election or election in Padilla's case. Um, There's, you know, it's competitive for state controller, maybe for attorney general, but those are not races that drive people at the polls. Uh, Locally and district by district, you'll see some very close house races that'll turn people out. But really, I think it's the ballot measures because we now know as of yesterday, we've got the constitutional amendment to add abortion and and birth control protections to the state constitution. That is going to be the number one driver, even still, I think by November, that's going to really turn people out. And then these casino measures, you're going to have probably one that would raise the minimum wage to $18. There may be a a plastics um, recycling measure. There'll be the the obligatory every two-year dialysis measure, which will mean a lot of spending in commercials and people don't really understand it and they'll probably vote no but the the abortion one in particular is really going to drive people and there are some others there that are going to be big Uh, and i think that is what's going to turn people out this fall more than the race for governor or senator okay i want to shift gears before we let you go here doug and talk about governor gavin newsom Uh, he is campaigning hard not only for his own re-election but he plans to campaign for this abortion amendment to the state constitution and now there's word that he's starting to run some tv ads in florida what's up with that yeah, he has bought $100,000 worth of airtime on uh, cable, I think on Fox in particular, uh, in Florida starting this weekend, July 4th weekend. We don't know yet what those ads are, but his campaign is paying for them. Uh, he's got a lot of money in the bank, and you know he's not going to need to spend it to get reelected here. He will spend some on this abortion measure. Um, I've checked with his campaign and haven't heard back yet. They're basically telling us to stay tuned. We think, I mean, I don't think it's saying, hey, you know, I'm running for governor of of California. I don't think it's laying the groundwork for running for president, although a lot of people do. If he were going to be laying the groundwork for running for president, he would not be advertising in Florida. He'd be going to New Hampshire and Iowa and places like that. Um, I think it's going to be either, hey, Florida, come to California. You know, people move to California. You, You don't like what they're doing in your reddish state. Come move to our blue one you know, poking fun at Florida, or it could be about, you know, a, a California tourism thing. I think it's probably political, though, specifically about, um, you know, the differences between Florida and California and sort of, you know, sticking it in Governor Ron DeSantis's eye and sending the message in that state that there are other states where we think differently than you do in Florida. So you believe Gavin Newsom when he says he has no interest in going to the White House? You know, we've thought that about him for so long, and he has told me so many times, no, 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 no. Um, I I take him at his word, um, but that doesn't mean he won't change his mind. I don't think he's running in 2024. I think if if there were some clamoring to draft him to run, I think he he would consider it. Uh, It's certainly possible he runs in the future when he's out of office in 2026 and he's looking at 2028 or 2032 and something else to do. It's possible, but I don't think he's running in 2024. I know it's a popular game to speculate but i really don't think that's what this is about i think if it's not joe biden it's probably kamala harris or any number of other democrats who might run but i don't think at the moment that gavin newsom is one of them i really don't he has not laid the groundwork for it 
uh, and he has said so many times on tape that he wouldn't do it, that he would look pretty foolish if he changed his mind right now. All right. Lots to talk about on future episodes of the state of California, Doug. And so much going on in the news and in politics this week. I'm sure we have a lot to talk about tomorrow when we will return with the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of action on Twitter today at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.